Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Well, good morning. Welcome to Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Abe is here. You can find us on uh, our on-demand channel on the Odyssey app. You don't like me mentioning that you're here, Abe? It's just so jarring. <laughs> Abe is here. I don't know how else to say it. I, you know, it's Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, it's just like a more soothing tone. Abe is here. Abe. Abe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. What's up? Just with the heebie-jeebies, man. Well, how about we try this one? I see it's got her in Cheyenne. We'll pass it over to Cheyenne to introduce Abe. And Abe is in. Uh, that was bad too. Well, no, he said, he said a little bit lower. Cheyenne. And yeah. Abe is here. There you go. Abe, I don't know. Channel we'll your inner nine hundred operator. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try it again tomorrow. Be ready for that one. Okay, I'm tomorrow. here. I'm right. ready for it. <laughs> uh, if you missed any part of the show yesterday, you can find it on our on-demand channel. Just tap the Odyssey app, search Gutter in Cheyenne. Uh, Walker Hayes has a song uh, called AA, where he talks about keeping his daughter off the pole. <laughs> Cheyenne's dad did a good, pretty good job for 33 years of her life keeping her off the pole, <laughs> but. Much to his dismay, his daughter is now on the pole. Okay. You know what's going on with the pole? I took a pole dancing class last night. Well, it was an intro to pole dancing class. So I went to uh, Express Me and I did this 90-minute class that kind of went through a quick lesson of all the things that you would learn throughout the entirety of like a full course. And I, why are you laughing? I just had this thing like running through my mind, like you, as if you guys are getting introduced to like, this is my pole. There are many like, it, but this one is mine. <laughs> kind of how it felt though. Like I totally get that. It's a full metal jacket. It is. Right? Yep. Guns. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, um, I had literally, I had so much fun. I might have to give up my boxing classes to do pole dancing classes for a while. Because but why, why? What is the benefit? Like why? why? Like when you tell your son, son... Your mom is learning to pole dance. It is like, such a good workout. Like my abs this morning are tired. Like my body is tired. It's a workout. Okay, but I mean, you go to these classes. Is this like a lifelong thing? Like what? What is the can. End, end goal here? I was literally in a class with somebody. No offense, if you're listening, but she was probably like 65, and she was up there doing her thing because it's just fun. It unlocks this inner femininity with within the inside of you that you can't do on a normal basis. So do you like how do you practice at home? Do you get a pole? You put it I mean in your you garage? could. You definitely could. It's one of those things where like you're going to have to practice at the studio cuz I don't have room for a pole at my house, but they teach you how to dance like on the wall, on a chair, on the floor, and I've been dancing my whole life. So this whole thing yesterday was it was so much fun. I've never felt more sexy in my life. Well, if you want to go professional with pole dancing, 
how do you where do you go? What do you do? Like I mean, because I mean, obviously you're doing a powerlifting and weightlifting uh-huh. and stuff. There's an Olympic sport for that. But like you like excel at pole dancing. What is the end game? Like what? Where do you go to show <laughs> off your talents? Oh no, a club? I don't know. Is that what you what you would do? You'd be like, I am so good at grinding on this pole and doing everything <laughs> else on this pole than that. and like doing loop de loops and everything else on this pole. <laughs> I want to show everybody else my talents. And the only way to do that is by enlisting down there at the Gentleman's Club, right? Good old Jaguars. <laughs> where else would you show your talents? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there is a place where you could go just for that. But I also will tell you that those clubs and the poles are not the same as what you're doing at the class. It's not the same. I'm just saying there's play, There's ways to express your talents. Yes. And now when you act, when you you know you you grab the full effect and the talent of riding that pole, I just don't know where you show everybody else your talents. Only Other, fans. Uh, only fans <laughs> of the gentlemen's club, right? I'm getting new so, only fans. <laughs> Dad is proud. Son's proud. Everybody's proud of mom. Proud of mom's making the money. <laughs> Jenner and Cheyenne. Well, congratulations to the city of Phoenix hosting the 2027 NBA All Star Game. Which I guess is kind of a big deal. We'll uh, pass it on and uh, bring in our NBA expert, Abe. <laughs> Definitely only, only, not me. Only for compared sure. to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like, are we talking like Super Bowl caliber, like crowds and events and everything else like that during the NBA All Star Game? Or I mean, the events that I've been to in the past were definitely very crowded, shoulder to shoulder. I don't know; if it's the same fervor around the city. Yeah. But, but the events themselves usually are pretty packed. But it's, there's stuff for all ages of kids, and it's very fun. Yeah, that's so, cool. So like during the Super Bowl, they had the convention center, and they did the whole you know Super Bowl events and festivities mm-hmm. and uh, fan zone and stuff like that. So, very similar with the All Star game. Okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. Are there as many celebrities in town for this for like an All Star game as there is for the Super Bowl? Cheyenne's asking for a friend. I am. Uh, friend. Uh, I am. <laughs> you, yeah, you'll definitely see some people. Yes, that's cool. I like that though. I love it when like the cities can flourish through things like that. Even like when the World Series was here last year, like just well, to see the city booming and hopping and buzzing. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's interesting, like so MLB, like you, you referenced the the D backs mm-hmm. in the World Series, they get home games in their home stadium, yeah. and, then visit, and then the other team they're playing also gets home games. Um, NHL home games in the home stadium. NBA home games in the home stadium. NFL, no. You can coincidentally have a home game in your home stadium if the Super Bowl is there mm-hmm. that year, but championship games, you all get home games. Yeah. You know, the All-Star game kind of bounces around as well. Like it's in Phoenix. Uh where was it this last year? Indianapolis. Ooh. Yeah, Indianapolis and then uh it'll be uh San Francisco next year and then Inglewood. Uh, so Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. The yep. following year, and then here in Phoenix. I don't know. It's just interesting how these things kind of bounce around a little bit. How does that even happen? Like, is there like a wish list? Yeah. Or do how, they yeah, just like they... put names in a hat, and then that's who gets the next year? For which one? For NBA, they definitely put in bids similar to the Super Bowl. What does that even? Or like even the Olympics, like oh, okay. cities put in bids, and then it's kind of either voted on or chosen by like a committee of sorts. Huh? Because there's yeah. like there's you got to have so many hotels in the city, right? And you got to have oh possibly at least with sense, the yeah. with the NFL. At least it used to be like a it used you have to have like a temperature climate, but now which I think is still the case. But if you build the new stadium, you automatically get granted a Super Bowl. And that rule got kind of got put into place after Seattle built their stadium. It was like the NFL had it <laughs> planned. Like, there's no way we're going to have a Super Bowl in Seattle. Yeah. So they kind of kept the average climate thing at 75. 
Then Seattle built their stadium. Then they implemented the new rule. You build the new stadium, you get a Super Bowl. I mean, I'm not <laughs> upset about it. Cause, like, who wants to watch a Super Bowl in the pouring rain? Yeah. Nobody. But I, mean, but I mean, New York, they built that new MetLife Stadium a good number of years back. And mm-hmm. they did have the Super Bowl there. It was the Seahawks or the Broncos. And it was a freezing cold Super Bowl. That's right. And I know they were a little worried about the elements. But it ended up being like a clear night. and Just super, just super yeah, cold. Yeah, pretty cold. Right? I think it was clear. No snow. But yeah, hey, the, the lesson is build a roof. And they, will, and they will come. <laughs> right? It's not that hard, people. Come. Just build a roof. <laughs> well, I was going to bring up the NHL All Star game, but that's never going to happen here. So, Stop I mean, it, it almost did in 2006. <laughs> oh, really? Hey. hey. Almost. Almost. Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 1079. Well, but how about sitting, drinking beer, watching rodeo, and listening to country music? Nothing sounds better. Sounds pretty incredible, and it it's, really does. they made this announcement yesterday of uh, this event coming to Chase Field, which Chase Field has been the home to some pretty good concerts the last couple of years. Oh, absolutely! Uh, yeah, of course, Morgan Wallen was there back to back. Pink. Who? Who else? There was a rock show in there. Yeah, right? yeah, but I haven't been to any of those. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They've been hosting some pretty big concerts. I think like Billy Joel or something yeah. like that too. Uh, they announced the Hondo Rodeo Fest yesterday, which will be a Chase Field coming up in November of this year. Um, so it's going to be a rodeo action, which is invite only to the top rodeo uh, bronc riders and everything else, right? Yep. Over a million riders. dollars in purse prize money. That's so much money. So they got the rodeo, but then they're also going to be doing concerts each night. So this is going to be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. Thursday is going to be Hank Williams Jr. Ooh. Friday is going to be Brooks and Dunn. Ooh. And Saturday, get ready to go high pitch here, okay. Cheyenne. Zach Brown Band and Old Dominion. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tickled her fancy. Hey, hey, all those tickle my fancy. (laughs) Uh, They're going to be announcing later on today ticket details, but uh, that's quite the event. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. This is a big deal. Because normally the rodeo is at like Desert Diamond Arena, right? Out there in Glendale? Yeah, but that's that's definitely a smaller level PBR type rodeo. This, when a rodeo is invite only, you are guaranteed to have the best rodeo participants in the world. Unless they turn down the invite. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> but even <I> guess, if, <laughs> even then, so like. <laughs> but then, I mean, then you're waving a yeah. million dollar purse around, you know. And, this is uh, not you. This is not uh, an event with this type of purse money. This is not an event that riders are going to turn down. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I was trying to find some history on this Hondo Rodeo uh, Fest. I think this is the first time, first one, first thing that they've done. Yeah, I mean, their Instagram only has twelve posts, so I think we can. All... And Twitter has zero, and TikTok <laughs> <Yeah>. has zero. <laughs> so I think so. we can go with. This is an inaugural <laughs> event happening at Chase Field, and for them to come to the Valley and pick the Valley, uh, that's super cool. Yeah, so it's happening in November, uh, November 7th to the 9th out there at uh, Chase Field. So ticket details will be announced later today, and of course, we'll have more details uh, down the road for you on the Hondo Rodeo Fest. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry and you could win a chance to fly off to london with three friends and see taylor i can't wait to see you at the eras tour in london for more go to odyssey.com slash taylor tay in the uk on the odyssey app thanks to republic records this is a national contest gunner and cheyenne we've got an ami the jerk situation we need to discuss here cheyenne okay uh this guy posted online asking if he's a jerk for firing their house sitter for drinking all of their booze. It basically says he had this guy house sitting while they were on vacation. They weren't paying him. And he also did not lay out any ground rules. 
Uh, he finishes his little blurb here by saying, my wife thinks it was a harsh reaction, but I don't. Am I the jerk for firing my house sitter? I think for this specific reason, no. Like, boundaries are boundaries. There's unwritten boundaries like, and rules for yeah. somebody house-sitting? Common courtesy. Don't finish somebody's stuff. Don't polish it off. I think anything's fair game when you're house-sitting, especially if there's no rules set beforehand. When I was babysitting for my aunt back when I was like 13, 14, I'm 43 now, so I mean, it's got to tell <laughs> it was you. A, it was a minute ago. Yeah, it was a, yeah, just a minute. <laughs> short minute. But yeah, there was no rules as to what I could or couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, I was snooping. And I was eating whatever oh was in the fridge. Gosh. The amount of otter pops and hot dogs I consumed <laughs> while babysitting. It was uh, it was definitely not healthy. But uh, her kids were, I think, around like six and three. But, you know, like I said, I I snooped a little bit. What and, did you do? And there was a, there was something that happened that I still think about to this day. Oh, boy. This is back with the uh, the old boob tube, you know, in the uh, <laughs> and you got like the the wooden cabinet yeah. where you kind of had DVD or not DVDs back then, VHS tapes, and so you open the cabinet doors and there's all sorts of stuff in there. So I'm I'm in there digging around and I've come across <laughs> this VHS tape, uh-huh. and it said something about for the kids to watch when they're old enough or something. It said that on the spine uh-huh. of the VHS, and I'm like, ah. Huh. Is it their birthing tapes? What is this? No, oh, okay. it was not. So the reason my aunt was a single mom is because the kid's father passed away. He had Lou Gehrig's disease. Aww. So when I popped this tape in and was watching it, it was him. He recorded this tape for his kids Aww. while he was still alive. And I'm sitting there just watching it, eating my hot dog and Otter Pop. His oldest son, six years old, is sitting on the couch next to me. And we're watching this tape of his dad explaining what happened while his six-year-old ends up pulling the uh, the the blanket over his head, and I hear him Butter. weeping. I know. I was 13, 14 What'd years old. What did you do? Did you shut it off and like? Well, I finished it. I mean, I, I had to. I had to figure it? out, <laughs> dude. I was again. I didn't know how to read the room back then. Did your aunt ever find out? I don't know. I don't know. We call this childhood trauma. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yes, this is classic childhood trauma. <laughs> I mean, it happened, like again, like I yeah. said, when I was 13, 14 years old. Wow. I'm 43 now. That's how many years ago, and it's still resonating with me. Um, I have a therapist, if you would like her phone number. No, I feel like I'm, you need I'm, to talk I'm, this out. I'm pretty solid, Cheyenne. <laughs> You're pretty good. It kind of like kept me from snooping. I think that's probably good at this point in my life, not to be snooping or being confrontational with anybody. Yeah, for so. sure. But have you ever babysat, uh, house sat? You got a story that kind of comes along with it? What did you... What did you uh, Discover what did you encounter while babysitting, while house sitting? I uh, would love to hear the story. 602 894 5653. You could also text us at 22108. Connor and Cheyenne. What happened with you when you were house sitting, when you were babysitting? Anything you want to share with us? Derek is in Awatuki. What's up, Derek? Oh, this is, uh, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be a funny story. It's, it's kind of humorous looking back on it. So I was babysitting my cousins. Uh-huh. And I was just—I wasn't being snoopy, but I was looking for like a fly swatter. Actually, uh-huh. I was like, I was like, oh, they have to have a fly swatter. I remember there was like something in one of these drawers here. So I go in one of the drawers and I find these divorce papers. No. Yeah, and 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 you know, this was kind of out of nowhere because my aunt and uncle—it's my my aunts on my side are blood blood aunt, I guess. Uh-huh. And, and everybody loves Uncle Jimmy, so. It was so unexpected, and I was like, oh, no, well, you know, I see my aunt later that day, and I'm just looking at her. I got to say something, you know? Right. I was like, oh, you know, I'm here to talk if you want, you know? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you know, the 
you know, the divorce. She had no idea. <gasps> you outed their divorce to her? She didn't even know? So what happened after that? Did the uh, divorce become final? Did they work it out? Like, what happened? They did get uh, separated. They didn't get the official divorce. They, got, they became separated first, and then... And then they actually got back together like uh, three years. They ended up, you know, staying together. So you, wow. you saved that relationship. It, it, I mean, maybe something. <laughs> <laughs> I saved them no, by discovering it early. I, I don't know. You know, yeah. what he saved is his uncle from having to use a service fee. That's that, yeah. that's what he saved. Right. <laughs> well, uh, Derek, the uh, relationship savior. We appreciate the story, man. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I appreciate you guys. Molly is in Chandler. Molly, you got a story for us. Yeah, so it was crazy. Like, I was nannying or babysitting for this family and when I was in high school, and I my schedule allowed it so that I got home before the kids were supposed to show up. So the family like, gave me the keys. I would go and wait for them, the kids, at the house before they got home. And one day, I pulled up after school like I normally do, and I saw the father of the kids kind of sneaking this woman out the back. <gasps> no. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Stop. It definitely wasn't the mom. It was so bad. So, I mean, you knew immediately, huh, Molly? I mean, you saw him uh, sneak it out the back door. Did you ask questions or what? No, I felt like it wasn't sort of my place to ask. I'm younger and I didn't want to question it. I didn't want to lose my job. Yeah. So I kept quiet and I held this with me for, you know, several years. Did you ever end up telling them? Did they get divorced? Like, what happened? They did end up getting divorced. I did hear she Shocker. eventually found out he was cheating. <laughs> wow. But I never said anything. Back in the day before ring cameras and yeah, everything else. Yeah, cheating was so yeah. much easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, Molly, thanks for sharing the story. Have a great day. Thank you, too. Jake is in Phoenix. Jake, what you got, man? So, yeah, this is like, I guess, about 15 years ago. And, uh... I was a you know teenager, and I was I would like house sit for my uncle. Uh-huh. So he'd leave town all the time for work, and I was like the go-to guy. He'd bring me in. I'd like just you know it was great. I got to stay at the house and just watch the house and make money. Anyway, I kind of snoop around when he was gone, of course, and I found <laughs> like of course you did. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, go, I'd go through all his stuff. Yeah, and uh, I like I would go through his DVDs, and I found his like Girls Gone Wild <laughs> like, DVD collection. <laughs> All right, you found him. What did you do with him? What do you think he did well, with him? Maybe he just stumbled upon him. He's like, I don't want to touch these. <laughs> and, you know, I'm underage. This is like a treasure trove of, like, <laughs> of, of media here. And oh, man. I watched him every single time of I was course there. Did. And, yep. uh, <laughs> and he never found out either. Yeah. Like, you know, See, so. Netflix, Hulu, they, they rat you out now by like the previously watched shows. You know? Yeah, continue watching. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day with the DVDs, you just watch them, put them back. Nobody knows. There's no like continue watching option. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You put a lot of thought into this, sir. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've got to protect myself, Cheyenne. Camel Country 107.9. So when I say the phrase surge pricing, is that a phrase? Yeah. That's a phrase. Uh, what do so. you think of? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, like Uber and Lyft. Yeah. After a concert. Yeah, I think that they are the ones that kind of coined uh, the, the whole surge pricing uh, phrase. But Wendy's is going to start surge pricing to where their prices go up during busy times and less what? at slow times. 
It's like if a Baconator costs five bucks. I don't know what it costs. I'm assuming it's around five bucks. Uh-huh. So like at noon, 12, 1230, that may go up to six bucks. And then at like two o'clock, it would go down to like four or four fifty. They're they're gonna they're playing around with the whole surge pricing idea at Wendy's. Yeah, because like things aren't expensive enough as is. Let's just make it well, more expensive. I know, yeah. I mean <laughs> the value meals definitely aren't two ninety nine yeah. like they were back in the day. They've what? they've definitely gone up. I don't know like why? What is the purpose of it? Uh well the CEO of Wendy's. I'm glad you asked, Shiny. Uh <laughs> he's planning to boost prices. Uh, by doing or boost uh, profits rather. Well, I uh, mean, by doing yeah, the surge pricing. Obviously, I mean, it's, it's but a business. I mean, you're <laughs> when you're the CEO, you're in charge of maximizing <laughs> your profit. We're looking for some deeper day. No, was. no, it's just about the money. No, it's really, it's, it's really just, just about, about the profit. The mo- like, okay. what did you think it was? I don't know. Genius. I don't know what I wanted it to be, but I didn't want it to be that. But like, I I don't know. To me, it feels now that I know this. I will purposefully not go to Wendy's during busy Why? hours because I don't want to pay more f- to put more money in their pockets. But I, I feel like when you're craving Wendy's, that's when you go to Wendy's. When was it just the last happens- time you craved Wendy's? Oh, I always crave Wendy's. The okay. Frosties are so good. The the double stack. I can't tell you the last lettuce. time I craved Wendy's. What do you crave? Not Wendy's. More so, ta- so like if I'm going to crave anything, story isn't even about. for you then. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like. You're the only person I know that actually craves Wendy's. I know I do like Wendy's. But oh, do you dude. crave it, Abe? Well, I don't know. I mean, what's a craving really? It's just more like you know, hey, it's time to eat. What's you know, what's out there? Yeah, I'm sick of Taco Bell, sick of McDonald's. We're going to Wendy's, and if it happens to be during a busy time, and you got to pay fifty cents extra for your baconator or double stack, nah, I'm not doing it. I don't on mind principle. it. On principle, I'm not doing it on principle. Yeah, it's risky. I don't know because they they are pretty good compared to their competitors, but you're basically basically daring your fans how do like, we how much do you really love us how do, do we love us 75 cents more <laughs> yeah a dollar more how, how high can we go but how do we know that other restaurants aren't already doing this like mcdonald's taco bell everybody's got the digital menu boards now that mm-hmm. are basically tv screens and computerized they're computer screens right how do we know that do you know how much that burrito supreme taco how bell is right now you in your daily life i mean yeah i've usually pay, to be honest i mean i, I pay attention to those kind of things yeah well yeah of course I don't know. I don't got it like that. I don't roll around town just throwing money out the window. I pay attention. (laughs) I I pay attention to how much I'm spending every day. Which I can understand that and respect that. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm craving fast food. I I just go and get what I'm craving. I mean, obviously, I'm going to notice if Burrito Supreme's twenty dollars. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I feel like this is one of those things that it's like I refuse to watch a movie that I haven't seen. When you guys keep pushing me to watch it, and now I'm not going to watch it on principle. <laughs> now that I know this about Wendy's, I am not going to go on principle. Okay, didn't you get a ride home from the airport on Sunday using surge pricing? From I didn't. Uber? That I didn't have a choice. I was kind you of SOL ta- on take that Take a taxi. One. It's going to be more expensive to take a taxi than it would be an Uber. And I've also no, never taken a taxi. Surge pricing. I don't know how to. I don't know how to take a taxi. <laughs> you don't know how, she's gonna get out there like in New York City. <laughs> taxi! <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't totally do that. <laughs> I mean, Uber surge pricing is nuts sometimes. You know, that like, is that's valid. To get to the Phoenix uh, Open, I paid thirty dollars to get there, hundred dollars to get back. Ooh, isn't that nuts? Hopefully, Wendy's surge pricing isn't like that. Isn't right? that bad? Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, one of the contestants auditioning for American Idol last night took the uh, judges by surprise when they found out who she was related to. Okay. The uh, contestant's name is Emmy Russell. Oh, that's cute. She performed an original song called Skinny, but during her introduction prior to her performance, it came out that she is the granddaughter of Loretta Lynn. That is cool. And take a listen. Growing up, I sang on the road with my, my grandma's a country singer, so I kind of grew up like Who's singing. Who's your grandma? Uh, Loretta Lynn. Well, your grandma is... <laughs> 
What? These oversized t-shirts don't work like they used to. Sleeping on scales, it's just what I'm used to. Haven't eaten in days. God, I hate how you made me. You are going to Hollywood. I wonder how much did she sound really good? Yeah. I mean, I wonder how much influence, like when you drop a bomb, that you're the granddaughter of Loretta Lynn. How do you say no? <laughs> like, yeah. first of all, how do you say no? Loretta Lynn, you know, legendary country singer, is just kind of in the genes of having a talent of singing. Uh huh. I go all the way back, like years and years and years. I don't. There was nobody in my family that really didn't had any talent that where they excelled in that talent. You know, and then I start thinking about these other people out there. You know, you got Peyton and Eli Manning. Their dad was a quarterback back in the day in yeah, the NFL. Yeah. And they both played in the NFL. Ken Griffey Jr., Ken Griffey, with the baseball talent there. Thomas Rhett, one that we know, his dad, Rhett Akins. Yeah. You know, that gene, that singing gene was there. So maybe stuff like that does run in your DNA. Did your dad excel in anything? Did oh, your yeah. grandpa excel at anything? Yeah, anything? my family is full of athletes. Both my brothers played college sports. Like, they were phenomenal athletes. I was a good athlete. I just lost my drive somewhere in high school. I just didn't care anymore, and I didn't want to. So that's on your dad's side. Is your mom? Was your mom an athlete? No, my mom is a thespian. The theater runs in my mom's blood. Huh. But that's wonder, not something that I ever wanted to do. I wonder do. if it takes two talented parents to create that one talented kid. In the very right? specific area? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, but you like, can have two really hot people make a really unattractive baby. <laughs> that's so. true, too. <laughs> you got talent in the family, Abe? We, uh, uh, no, none whatsoever. No, none? You're lying. <laughs> no, I mean, so my mom's side of the family is uh, definitely musically inclined from my grandparents all the way down. Like, my mom is one of nine. They all do something. Yeah. And about a dozen of my 30 cousins are musically inclined. 30 so, cousins? Just on my mom's side, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, she's one of nine. They, That's you know? so yeah. many. Irish Catholic, baby. <laughs> no condoms. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> Camel Country 107.9. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Hey, Gunner. Yeah. What rock band does pneumonia like the best? What rock band does pneumonia like the best? Weezer! Oh my god. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Weezer. Weezer, because you wheeze when you have pneumonia. You cannot say that that's not funny. That is funny. That's pretty good. Plus, I enjoy some Weezer. Beverly Hills. Uh, Cheyenne's dad jokes every weekday morning at about 7.50 here on Camel Country. This is Gunner and Cheyenne, Camel Country. 1079. It is time to play Pick Your Battle. We play it at about 8 o'clock every weekday morning. It's your shot to win some cool prizes. The prize today, Russell Dickerson tickets. Cheyenne, you ready to play? Yes. <laughs> Abe, you ready to play? <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> Gunner, are you ready to play? Yes, I am. <laughs> well, good. Cameron is in Phoenix. You ready to play, Cameron? Let's get it. All right. Five questions or 60 seconds. Whichever comes first, you're going to have three chances at each question. The more questions you get to, the better your odds of winning. A, what is the category? Category today is the 1990s because it's National Retro Day. And I could have chose any decade, but I chose the 90s. (laughs) I thought maybe I'd do one of each. I was like, nah, I like the 90s. I was full on alive in the 90s. Cheyenne was born in 90. 
91. 91. So she may not know I as much. I was born in 98. Oh, so wow. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Two 90s babies uh, going head-to-head here. If, they, if Maybe. you go with Cheyenne. If you go with <laughs> Cheyenne. Oh, Look God, at him. He's just like <laughs> planning it out. Hey, I was, I was a full-on coherent little child in the 90s. He was so also I, a late bloomer, so keep that into effect. That was below the belt, Cheyenne. That was below the belt in more ways than one. Cameron, who do you want to play against this morning? I think I'm going to keep it 90s and play Cheyenne. All right. There it is. 90s babies Ooh. going head to head. This is going to be awesome or <laughs> two air balls. Yeah, complete train wreck. Uh, Cheyenne is headed out of the studio. And uh, all right, here we go. All right, here we go. What vehicle was O.J. Simpson driving in, in his infamous car chase through the streets of L.A.? White Ford Bronco. Correct. Richard Simmons hosted what line of aerobics videos? Oh, I want to say like, like Jazzercise or something? No. But you're on the right uh, track. Okay, okay. Um, pass on that one for now. How many NBA titles did Michael Jordan and the Bulls win? Six. Correct. What was the best-selling video game console of the 90s? Ooh. I've never been a video game guy. Uh, pass for now. What actor starred in two of the top ten highest-grossing movies of the 1990s? <laughs> pass. <laughs> Back to question two. All right. Richard Simmons hosted what line of aerobics videos? Oh, Dang. Um, I, I don't know. All right, time's up. All right. All right Let's bring Cheyenne back in. You got two out of five. Not horrible, Cameron, for uh, being a guy Thank that you. got uh, that was born in 98. How'd he do? Uh, he got two out of five. Okay. See how you do here, Cheyenne. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. I don't know how well you're going to do. Okay. Typically. Did I Richard Simmons one? No. Well, you said. Yeah, I mean, okay. we'll, no, well, you're on, on the right path, on, but no. <laughs> All right, Cheyenne, here okay. we go. What vehicle was O.J. Simpson in during his infamous car chase through the streets and highways of L.A.? A white Bronco. Richard Simmons hosted what line of aerobics videos? Oh, I know this. Pass. Oh, you, apparently you don't. <laughs> <laughs> How many NBA titles did Michael Jordan and the Bulls win? Uh, seven. No. Uh, pass. What was the best-selling video game console of the 90s? Uh, Nintendo? No. Uh, saw but but the black one. Um, pass. What actor starred in two of the top ten highest-grossing movies of the nineties? <laughs> I don't know. You definitely know. I do. You know. Uh, in the nineties. Uh, Actually, and there's two acceptable answers, by the way. I don't know. Pass. I'm so well, nervous. Back to question two. All right, Richard Simmons hosted what line of aerobics videos? Five seconds. Uh, I don't know. Pass. <laughs> All right, question four. Uh, best-selling video game console. Uh, uh, so so. All right, Cheyenne got one out of five. Cameron, <laughs> you got two out of five. You win! Yay! There you go. Nicely done. All right, question number two, Richard Simmons. What? What? Were we? Sweating to the oldies. Oh yeah, I did not. I did not know that. All right, question number four. Sony PlayStation. Oh really? Was the most popular, uh, most the highest selling. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And question number five. 
Either Will Smith or Bruce Willis would have been acceptable. They both had two movies in the top ten huh. highest grossing. Like Men in Black and Men in Black and Independence Day, and for Bruce it was Armageddon and The Sixth Sense. Oh. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Cameron, you won, dude. You're heading <laughs> off to Russell Dickerson. He's going to be at the Arizona Financial Theater coming up on March 22nd. You will be there. Gunner and Cheyenne. My Tuesday confession. Just send us an anonymous text in Gunner and Cheyenne. We'll help you get it off your chest. My Tuesday confession. Well, if you've got something you want to get off your chest this morning, now is the time to do it. You can text us at 22108. No names, no area codes, completely anonymous. Uh, we also have a voicemail box that you can call and leave a voicemail if You'd prefer to get your confession out to us that way, 602-429-9492. We had some voicemails come in over the weekend, Cheyenne. Beautiful. Here we go. First unheard message. So I have a confession to make. I used to be in the adult film industry, and when I was choosing a stage name to hide my real identity, I chose the name of this girl that used to bully me all the time in school. (laughs) She was the nastiest girl and now every time you Google her name, if you were, you, my scenes are the first thing that comes up. So <laughs> that makes me smile. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That makes me smile. Thank you. You're welcome for being an outlet for you. <laughs> That's right. Next message. Um, oh my gosh, I just wanted to confess that I am so lazy. Um, I'm so lazy that this one time, instead of walking into the kitchen to reheat the breadstick I wanted to eat, I... Um, <laughs> I just like held it over a candle in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Is that lazy or is that just ingenious? I don't know. Right, exactly. I feel like that's working smarter, not harder. <laughs> Next message. I, I've been dating this girl for a couple of months now and I really like her, but uh, I can't take her back to my place because I live with my folks still. <laughs> so I've been telling her I have two cats because she is super allergic to cats. So we have to spend all all of our time at her house. And um, I'm just afraid she's eventually going to suck it up and want to see my place, even with the cats. 100%, dude. How many dudes pull that, but it's their wife at home (laughs) and not the parents? (laughs) Probably. Unfortunately, a lot. Yeah. I literally just saw a guy on hinge yesterday with a wedding ring on in his photo. Well, I mean, you end up divorced, right? It's just an old photo that he cropped her out of there. Don't use those. It's dirty. Next message. I'm glad you've got this here because I just really feel kind of dumb sometimes um, around my group of friends. And the truth is that they are way smarter than I am. And when we hang out, you know, I always have to laugh and pretend I get these jokes that I just totally don't understand. (laughs) I just sit there nodding along to conversations that are way over my head. And I pretend like... I know exactly what they're talking about, and I've never told that to anybody. <laughs> and these messages actually makes me feel really sad. Well, you got to find new friends then, right? That have similar interests. I mean, if, if you're hanging out, let's say you uh, work for like the airline, right? Uh-huh. And you're like in airplane stuff, but then you also are hanging out with a bunch of doctors that do brain surgery, uh-huh. right? They're obviously going to have different conversations than what you're educated on. Well, what's the right? rule of thumb? Never be the smartest person in the room. So always have people around that are smarter than you. I think this is a great group of friends for her to have. It just makes her level up. My best friend is a neuroscientist. Right. I am an idiot sitting next to so her. So in those conversations, are you just, 
<laughs> no, I like, ask like you questions. Understand. Oh, you ask questions? And I have her explain things so to me. your advice for this gal who left the voicemail is to ask questions yeah. and understand? Exactly. Level up. But why would you want to hang out with somebody who's constantly asking questions? Like, if you're just having some drinks, just enjoying your time, but then you got Susie Schmoozy over here that doesn't really <laughs> know much, and then you're having to explain to them, like like you as a parent, um, when your kid's like, why? Why? Well, why? I mean, and then you're having to always explain it. That's going to get tiresome. As a friend, I love it when my friends who are genuinely curious and want to learn about what I'm talking about if they don't know what it is, I love that because I love to teach people. But sometimes you just want to unplug from teaching people then and just kind of enjoy your time. The friends need to read the room and realize that she does not have a PhD and they need to come down. And they need to snitch. cut her out of her their life. No! Absolutely not! <laughs> There's a lot of texts coming in. We're going to get to these coming up next. If you have a confession, something you want to get off your chest right now, you can text us at 22108 and your confessions are coming up next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne. My Tuesday confession. Texts are coming in right now at 22108. No names, no area codes. Something you want to get off your chest today now's the time to do it uh here we go Cheyenne okay text Becca I caught your boyfriend cheating on you on Saturday but I'm not telling you because I'm secretly still mad at you that's hashtag revenge bestie hashtag sweet secrets that is gross (laughs) oh dude I don't I don't I try really hard not to judge but I'm sorry I can't not judge that (laughs) Text, when my husband ran out of coffee, I refilled it with decaf coffee. (laughs) He's been drinking decaf for a week. Now he complains it has too much caffeine, so I have to go pick up decaf coffee for him today. That is what we call the placebo effect. (laughs) Text, whenever I make a cup of tea for myself, I pretend to be a cheesy magician by fanning a few tea bags out and saying, pick a tea bag. put in my mug. Okay, let's be honest. Who hasn't done that? But when I'm making a few (laughs) cups of tea, I pretend to be dealing in a high-stakes poker game, (laughs) shuffling them like mad and dealing them into the mugs. (laughs) What's funny about this is I genuinely played poker this weekend with tea bags as the poker chips. What? That's so funny. (laughs) Why were you playing with tea bags? Because we didn't have anything to bet. So we just used tea bags to do the was Earl Grey like the uh, the, the top value tea bag? <laughs> Green tea is like the lowest value. Earl Grey is like the highest value. It was all the same. Oh my gosh. But I, it's so funny. Oh, they're all the same. You just had, uh, okay. <laughs> Text went for a late night drunken pee in a McDonald's back in the 90s. Thought the urinals were high and over designed. Then some ladies came walking in. Turns out I was peeing into their trendy sinks. <laughs> Text, I had a hair transplant in 2012 uh, before I met my now wife who does not know. It's starting to thin out again, and I'm trying to figure out how I could disappear for eight weeks to get it done again without her knowing. Yeah, no kidding, man. You guys are married. Just tell her, man. Uh, Text, my wife and I have recently taken up golf as our thing. The problem is she's a natural, so and so much better than me. I've been secretly going to lessons twice a week to improve, and it's costing me a fortune. I love that though. Good for you. But it's a confession. Why wouldn't he just say it? Maybe he. Maybe it's a money thing. Maybe they're super frugal. Or money's tight, but he's doing it anyway so that he doesn't get humiliated by his wife. (laughs) I love that. Text, my wife uses AA batteries like it's going out of fashion. (laughs) I have my own secret stash for my Xbox controller. (laughs) 
What is she using the AA batteries for? Uh, I don't know. Use your imagination. I have no idea. <laughs> Text. <laughs> my ex is still signed into his Instagram on my phone. Every time he DMs a girl, I delete her reply from his messages. <laughs> a toxic, I know. I don't even think I can be mad at that. Good for you. Hey, he left himself signed in. That's his own fault, right? That is Tuesday Confessions for today. We'll do it again next week at about this time here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne. Mornings till 10. Camel Country 107.9. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.